Kevin. Hi, I'm Jack. This is good company. Wait, that's all wrong. Can't help it. The girl can't help it. Can't help it. The girl can't help it. She walks by. What? Oh, we're doing it? Yeah, here we go. Oh, hi. Uh, Hi. Hello, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I know you Things are calming. Things are calming back down again. We didn't have the best week, did we? uh, (laughs) uh, Things are calming back down, and Mm, I am... uh, last week I was uh, use a Baskin Robin and some booze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof. Ice cream and alcohol. Nothing bad can happen there. No. Um, it's sort of yeah, like yeah. when you're asleep. Everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing bad happens Nothing when you're napping. Nothing bad napping. can happen to you. Um, yeah. So everything's kind of calming back down and life and dealing with it. And I'm really letting the world get to me right now. Yeah, you are. You so are. on top of my own personal issues, yeah. the problems that I'm dealing with in my and when I say problems, I mean like yeah. work issues in and the stuff grand like that. Scheme of things. They're pretty. Yes, I say this to Kevin all the time. My life's fine. Yeah, you do. I don't have. I don't have a problem in the. Realistically, I don't have a problem in the world. The only person has a better life than you right now is probably the (laughs) pussy. Well, of course, I'm subsidizing that. Yeah, you are. Yes, but but I mean, like, I really don't have true problems. I'm too fat. I'm. You know, I wish I made more money. You know, yeah, things tidier, like that. The kitchen was cleaner. Exactly. The laundry was done. Yes, We exactly. could work on the living room. And there's also... Oh, sorry. Shut <laughs> up. But, but, but... So those are technically my personal problems. Yes. And then I, I have some little issues at work, which I'm trying to deal with, and, and it's really messing me up. But in the grand scheme of things, yes, these are all picture. very... These are all relatively mild. I can. I'm issues. here to tell you they are relatively mild but issues. But I of course, it's happening to that, me. I lose that kind of perspective too. And, then and I'm a, a big fat baby. Like, what was I worried about? Really? I don't even remember. I'm I tell big, myself yeah. that when like well, shit's going you know. down, or if I'm in a line at but like see, the bank. If I'm in like a line at the bank, shit's going wrong. I'm like, I won't even remember the six months from now. Why am I getting I all bent out of shape? Well, no, I was in uh, Walmart. I was in Walmart today. I had to pick up some things and. You know, they're trying... I don't know about the rest of the world, but here in the D.C. metropolitan area, they're really pushing for self-checkout. Yeah. I hate self-checkout. Two reasons. Because it takes away a person's job. Well... And two, it makes it easy for people to steal. Three no. Reasons. Three every reasons. Time, every time I go through self-checkout, I have to have the clerk come over to help yeah, me with help something. You. Yep. There's always so something So I'm like, scan. why not... Why can't I just go through the regular line? So I went to this Walmart in the middle of freaking nowhere, and they had a humongous corral of self-checkout aisles, and then they had two open registers uh-huh. with regular people and you know you're you're looking at the lines and you're like well, everybody this... does it you gauge it and you see and you're like right and then you get the line that and it's always the other line that moves fast exactly. and you jump and, and, never and i have game, learned people. i have learned in life that no matter which line i pick it's not gonna be the it's one. not gonna be the fast <laughs> line so i decide on a line there should i got be a word in the line for that. well there should be there should be yeah and i got in the line and the woman in front of me was she was doing everything right she wasn't until she know, whipped out a check no 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 no, no. she was actually been behind that person yeah Yes. And they pull oh, out a checkbook. It's their first time ever paying for something oh at a store. No, but everything went smoothly, but she had a lot of shit and I was gauging, well, she has a lot of shit, but it's one person versus yeah. that person's got a little that person. Yeah. So the so the other line was moving faster, but it is something that I have 
made myself learn. Mm-hmm. Make your just, peace with it. Just yes, Make exactly. Your peace with it. Yep. And then a woman got, got in line behind me, and my lane was closed. Uh-huh. I was the last person that this woman was going to check We've out. We've all been there. And the woman wouldn't. Wouldn't the woman acknowledge it. She wouldn't acknowledge yeah. it. And they're all, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Yeah. And I didn't even, I'm not turning around. I'm not getting involved mm-hmm. in that. And I got my stuff and I got in the, you know, and it, what should have taken me, I got off work. So it was probably about a, th- a 30, 30 minute heavy drive to get home. Yeah. And it ended up taking me like an hour and a half Oof. because I kept hitting just yeah, every, yeah. just, there was, you know, and I'm in my car. I'm listening to I'm listening to a great book. Uh, listening to a book. I I am in my own little world. I'd gotten cookies, so mm-hmm. so I'm saying, yeah, what's what's the problem? Ex- well, exactly. <laughs> so you have to. It's the it's the it's the the scale of good, yeah, not good bad, but but I but you know I take this stuff so seriously. The weight of the world, and I'm just like I'm in my car. I'm you know I'm yeah. like let, let's let's try to let's yeah. try not to let it bother None us. None of let's this try is a deal breaker. You're right. And and, you know, and then I got got home and I ran the dog and whatever. And you were like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And you're like, hey, the sushi. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. $120 worth of sushi. And that was at the discount price. <laughs> well, so it was you can the imagine booze. how much we ate. It was the booze. Yeah, that the booze the is expensive. I love my pl- oh god it's like drinking perfume it is. I it's love it it's cloyingly sweet but it's I get why you like wonderful. it it's wonderful and it was 12% alcohol which yeah. is fantastic mm-hmm. so uh, so, so we're well lubricated where you're going to talk about some of the more obscure sitcoms of the 1960s so well I wasn't well- born until the 80s so I don't know that's why I will be guiding this okay because you're old I'm just a child. I'm a well. You're immature. A, I'm a. <laughs> I'm a babe in the woods. I'm uh, a, I didn't know most of these shows. I saw these in in um, syndication. The ones when that I you brought up, I'm like, yeah. I don't. I didn't. Yeah. They, I didn't see these when they were alive, but these were in syndication. But um, I really enjoyed a lot of them. I vaguely remember some of them, but I think a lot of people can relate to them. And coming in at uh, a very first one for the night is Bachelor Father. It's Bachelor Father. John Forsythe. I don't know. No. I, and it's wrong. It didn't air in the fifty. It didn't air in the sixties. It aired from nineteen fifty-seven to nineteen fifty-nine. John Forsythe. Oh, is an you brought that lawyer. up, and I knew it was John Forsythe, yep. and that's all I knew. He's a lawyer. His sister and her husband die in a terrible car wreck. Oh my god! Which was so fifties, and he has to adopt their teenage daughter, and it's the trials and tribulations. Of Isn't that him. the exact same story as Family Affair and? Uh, yeah, it, it was. And, this was and, the prototype. Uh, this is the courtship of Eddie's father, yep. and yeah, it was okay. a popular. It was a popular yeah. thing back then. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, here is one. Car 54, where are you? <laughs> There's a holdup in the Bronx. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short a child cruise just to an idle wild. Car 54, where are you? That was a very... I, I know the show for two reasons. One, it was a very, very popular show of its time. Yes. I know Herman Munster, Ed Gwynn yep. was the one guy. And the other guy was also a famous... Character actor. Character yeah. actor, but I do not know his name. Real quick, Bachelor Father is the only series that ran consecutive years on three different networks. ABC debuted it, then they dropped it. CBS picked it up the next year. CBS dropped it, and ABC that picked is, it up. That is... Wow. Yeah, so for the three years it was on, it went from network to network to network. 
Well, that's then it must have been a good enough. Sh- See, that's a, that's what always when that happens, it never makes sense to me. You mean, so ABC can't make it work, but NBC can. Yeah, it's kind of like when Futurama went off the air, and then the Cartoon Network brought it back. You know, but but that was because when it was canceled, they canceled it not knowing. Now the fan the base popu- was so the popularity loyal. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that happens frequently. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, and Car okay. 54, it's set in the Bronx. They're two mismatched cops. They they bungle onto, you know, they 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 have case, they're sent off on cases. Because I remember actually the filmed in the Where Bronx. Are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they actually filmed it in the Bronx and they had a studio in the Bronx. Oh, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. I I when you brought this up earlier, the only episode I remember watching it, because it was one of those things, you know, you get home from school mm-hmm. and it's on. Because Fred Gwynn's like six four or uh-huh. six three. And he in the episode, the the girl that he's dating at the time is very short. Yeah. And they go to some sort of a function, an official function, and everyone he's really embarrassed and everyone's making fun of him. And then they run into the <laughs> they run into the commissioner. In my head, or some, it's like the, the prom scene exactly. in Napole- the prom scene in Napoleon Dynamite. It's <laughs> really funny. In the dance or at the dance, they run into somebody who's very important, like the mayor or the mm-hmm. commissioner, and it's, it's the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah. He the man is really short and she's really tall. And then they bond because and it actually turns out to his benefit because he, you know, blah blah blah. That and that's only because yeah. sitting in Aunt Mabel's house it on was, the floor watching TV at three o'clock. And and I, I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it was like 64, 65, yeah. 66. Most people will know her as the mom from It's a Wonderful Life, but Donna Reed had a show called The Donna, Donna Reed, Reed show. show. The Donna Reed Show, brought to you by Singer. What's new for tomorrow is that singer today. That was a big show. But that was also like... My friend Joe's little brother, Timmy, had a huge crush on her. They started rerunning it back in the 80s, and he was like 11. And he's like, who's this Donna Reed? She's got it going (laughs) on. But Donna Reed show, Leave it to Beaver, any of those family, like, you know, Mm -hmm. wholesome... They were... I'm not saying they're the same show, but it's the same show. It's the same show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, A little number called F Troop. The end of the Civil War was near when quite accidentally A hero who sneezed abruptly seized retreat and reversed it to victory His medal of honor pleased and thrilled his proud little family group Getting it on, some blood was spilled, and so it was planned he'd command F Troop. I know F Troop. We watched a shit ton of F Troop. I never ever. The Hakawi ever... Indians. Yeah. It was, it was a little. It was a little. It was a little racially but insensitive. The thing, that, the thing is, is the show was based at the Fort... 1900s or something. No, like it, was, that? it was a frontier fort in like the 1870s. Right. And but uh, yet it there... seemed like it was the 60s on the show. It was, yeah. The, the, yeah, the yeah. comedy was pure yeah, 60s, yeah. and it was just a. And um, again, I don't remember any of. I wasn't. None of these shows were even on the I didn't nothing you know by the time I came along everybody was listening to downloads and mp3s and oh oh you're still doing that pretending to be oh oh yes right (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what you were doing right there Oh, here we go. The aforementioned family affair. A family affair. Uncle Mr. French. The, um, 
that was an I remember watching that show a lot. So it had to have been in syndication or on what well, syndication? Of course it was in syndication. Yeah, yeah. But it had to have been on after school. It was. And I always remember um Sissy was their oldest sister. I never liked Sissy. But I don't know. There was something about her. But their um, apartment, the the front doors oh. had those two big discs. It had the big, doorknobs. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were just kind of weird. And Mister French was his butler, and and of course, I. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. I of course, when research, when I do research, somewhere along the line, I was like, wait a minute, a bachelor dude swinging swinging sixties. He was an architect. He was an architect with a with a gentleman's gentleman yeah, butler. Yeah. And then all these kids move in, and according to the show, it was only a two bedroom. Room oh, apartment. Where did Mr. French say? Exactly. <laughs> and then, well, they used a big closet to make a bedroom for one of them. Okay, and, and yeah, I seem to recall that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the whole time, I'm just like, it's an apartment. You can't tear down walls and move yeah, shit and around yeah, in a high rise. Uncle apartment. Bill has to try to have a love life while all of this really? is going on. That was and of course, Sissy, Sissy is supposed to be like 16. She looks like she's 40. Yeah, the haircuts and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, do you remember the Mrs. Beasley doll? That, that Buffy carried around. You could buy it in the Sears Wish book. I yes. remember that, Mrs. Beasley. And then she died. That actress died of a drug she, overdose. Yeah, she would, She was one of those ones that had the parents that didn't take very good care of her and right. used their money and took her money and blah, 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 blah. And then when she came into her own, she kind of, yeah, she yeah, kind of went off the thing. deep end, yeah. The Flying Nun. Carlos, I have to get there. What? You and I know that you don't need a plane to fly to St. Thomas, right? Happy landing, sister. <laughs> I remember the flying nun again because it was, you know, yeah, you catch it, it. But the whole time I didn't Sally, understand it because there was like this. Sally, it was like, the, how was she? But she's a nun? I don't. Yeah, it was I in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Right. At a, at a, and she at had a the hots for, is it Ricardo Montalban, one of the. I think he is. One yeah. of the priests. And it's yeah. Sally Field, and she's a teenager, right. and she's got this big habit, right. and if she angles it just right into the wind, she can fly. Well, I thought and the thing was around... that she was so light, she flew. I no, but that... she could control it. It oh. was sort of like, you know, she would be like, oh, and she needed to go, and like, it was always hijinks. She had to get uh... to the other side of the convent to like... And she'd just run and take off like a plane? You no, know, she would just stand and kind of angle her head in the wind, and then she'd just float away. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Okay. But it was making fun of the, those those elaborate habits that those different But isn't it fun? This, now, to me... Me, this is amusing that show managed to come on in the 60s and nobody was that upset about it mm-hmm. i don't think that show could come on the air now i think too many people would be offended well nobody's a nun anymore for one well thing. that's true oh <laughs> speaking of nuns we sat next to one at dinner so tonight. to me this is like very funny a unicorn. and i don't mean this to be rude but it's very rude but i don't mean for it to be rude too late. there are three pe- there are three types of people when i see i get very excited mm-hmm. and so if i'm on the phone with somebody i will go nuns nuns Nuns, 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 priests, and Mormons. Oh, and dogs. Well, dogs too, but that doesn't count. So, so whenever I see, how do you spot a Mormon? They're all with the short sleeve white shirts and the ties. Oh, and the, the ones walking around on their mission. Yeah, the, oh, okay. the Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints. They're yeah, all yeah. the same to me. I don't know the difference the between them. Right. So whenever I see any of them, I always I search Mormons. Yeah, Mormons. Yeah. And there was this wonderful series that was out. It was called Father Ted, and uh, uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the three Ted. the three priests lived together: the old one, the current one, and a young one. And whenever the old nun, uh, whenever the old priest saw nun, nuns, nuns, <laughs> nuns, and he was like sort of backing up and trying to do anything to get another. So, and I love it. 
it. And when I happen to be talking to my friend Jessica, who is Catholic, I when I nuns, yeah. nuns, and yeah. she'll yeah. start I saw laughing. You sit too. up and take notice. I'm like, what? Yeah, because so we're in the restaurant. We're There's having be our a nun sushi. Joke in here, we're not cracking. No, we're not. Well, no, I'm not making fun <laughs> of nuns at all. Because quite frankly, I have a great deal of respect for them for As do what I. what they're willing to do to be a no. nun. Yep. So yep. anyway, so the nun came in the store and of course the, the, in the restaurant. And of course, I was like, oh, nun, you know, in my phone. head. You didn't have your phone. I had to unlock my phone. Then you did that thing where you slyly take the picture. <laughs> and I had to take pictures because I had to send it to Jessica so I could go, nuns, nun, 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 nun. So the the interesting part was I'm, we're assuming Kevin and I are assuming that the man mm-hmm. she met was her brother. Yeah, something he he, oh, he, all, well, he they were tired su- or ex or, or somebody who yeah. And they had their they had their food and she had a beer. Yeah, and of course I was highly amused by I was that. Too. She's having a beer, <laughs> so, uh, so I'm sure she was wonderful. We I didn't interact with her. I didn't want to embarrass her because me I'm like you know it's like in a zoo poke poke yeah, poke. Yeah. So at any rate, so that's the end of the flying nun bit. The ghost of Mrs. Muir. <gasps> Now, I love the movie. That movie. I know you do. I love, love that movie. I remember watching the show... Could not tell you who the woman was, but I know the guy was the guy from Knight Rider. He's an English dude, and yeah, he, yeah, he's like the he's like the cheap Rex Harrison. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rex Harrison was the guy. He was the poor the, man's Rex Harrison. Yeah, poor man's Rex Harrison, and he was the fancy schmancy English guy in Knight Rider, and I don't know his and name. And the it. premise for the Ghost of Mrs. Muir is this woman inherits this house on the coast in New England, right? And the former owner, who's a sea captain, right, comes back to life, and she falls in love with him, and right, but and, he's a ghost, and he's a ghost. So they never consummate their relationship. Do they? Well, that's the point of a sitcom. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I really like that. There was another one, and I, I just now remembered it, and it was um, Nanny and the Professor. Soft and sweet, wise and wonderful, who are mystical, magical nanny? Well, Nanny and the Professor, I Dream of Jeannie, there's a uh, Bewitched, mm-hmm. and the Ghost of Mr. Muir, they all kind of fall into that same. Magic, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to say a cult, you know, yeah. but no, you know what I mean. No, 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 they've got a magical element. Yes, there's to a it. magical. My iPad won't stay up; it keeps <laughs> sliding down. Uh, yes, yeah, so there's a magical thing to it. So those, I don't want to say they're in competition with you, with each other, but they were but very much they were kind of like, okay, this thing. is what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Here's another one that had, um, oh, Sally Field in it, Gidget. <laughs> you see before you me, Gidget. For fifteen and a half years, my life was a complete and total ick. But then, on the 23rd of June, two things happened. I fell in love with two things. Jeff, my moon doggy, and surfing. Gidget. It was set in California. She, her boyfriend was Moon Doggy. <laughs> right. And um, her dad was. It was again a single dad. The mom's gone. Right. I think the mother died, and he's trying to raise Gidget. And she. But and she, I remember in one episode, she's. 15 years old and her boyfriend is 21 wait yes i remember it's like she and she didn't want to go out with him anymore and she was like oh it's his birthday he's gonna be 21 and i don't really like he was at college and she was like a junior in high school she was only 15 yeah might have been 16 her boyfriend was 21 it was very like what the fuck well now again i don't know that movie at all i know sandra d was in the movie and i know sandra was blonde and blah 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 but you 
you know, when I when you say Gidget, I think of Sally Field. Okay. And I've seen enough episodes. Of course, my the the part about the show that I thought was the funniest was Sally Field's best friend, who was the uh-huh. total like. And there's there was one where she, they go to the beach and she puts this big long hat on and this long yeah 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 because she didn't want to get sun. She's sunburned. She's yeah. allergic to this. And yeah, she's allergic yeah, to that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember so, that. And her something. dad was a you know that actor that always played yeah, the dad. Yeah, he was character actor, yeah. and he was like a lawyer again, a lawyer. And she did something. He's like, she's like, feet of clay, feet of clay. And I don't even know what that expression means. And we used to just say it to each other when we were younger. It, I don't know if it means being a hypocrite or feet of clay, feet well, of clay. Now you might have to pause it while I look it up, but I'm going to look it up. Okay, Jax looked it up. Uh, the miracle of the pause button. <laughs> <laughs> feet of clay uh, in the Bible: a failing or weakness in a person's character, a fundamental flaw or weakness in a person otherwise revered. Okay, so that's yes. she was talking to her father, yes. whom she held in high esteem, right. who had disappointed her. So, okay, well, that's that one. Uh, the next one is Hazel. Hi, Laurie. Oh, these your hopscotch squares? No, I'm too old for a hopscotch. Oh, yeah? I ain't. <laughs> hey, do you remember Hazel? Now, again. This is back in a weird time. In fifth or to- sixth grade getting in from but school. This was back was- when middle class people could have a full time maid. I'm looking at you, Brady Bunch. Oh, God, I was in a maid. Uh, yes. And the, the thing that cracked me up was there was an unusual relationship between Hazel and the father. Yeah. Somehow they knew each other before or whatever. I don't, and, yeah. you know, and then of course Hazel was kind of tomboyish and she's out playing baseball. We, yeah. Because I believe Hazel was based on a cartoon, car, uh, a comic paper, strip. Uh, the comic strip in the paper. Yeah. And of course Shirley Booth was fantastic in she that role. She was really funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was she a classically trained actress? I don't. She smacks uh, well, Broadway. Well, she may have, well, yes, she was on Broadway, but she always had that heavy New York accent. Everything mm-hmm. she did, so I don't know how trained she was. So, you know. but yes, but that was one of those ones, and you'd watch it because it was on. Mm-hmm. But that is like if that is not something I would have ever. It was a ever... funny show. I liked it. I liked mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah Here's an obscure one. You're not even going to know. I don't think it's called. It's about time. Oh no. <laughs> It's about time, it's about space, about two men in the strangest place. It's about time, it's about flight, traveling faster than the speed of light. They filmed it on the same lot where they were filming Gilligan's Island. Okay. It was a Sherwood Schwartz whatever production. Sherwood Schwartz. These two astronauts go into space and they go so fast, Ooh. they go back in time. <gasps> and it's cave people. And it only lasts like two seasons, and it had really good ratings like the first three months it was on, and then it just drove off a cliff. But uh, it's about time, and I remember we had this song when we were kids, it's about time, it's about space, it's about time to slap your face, (laughs) and it was based on the theme song from It's About Time, which was It's About Time, It's About Space, but anyway. uh, Wait, wait, wait. This is, now see, I know nothing about this. Imogene Coco. Yeah. Uh, Frank. A letter and Jack Milani, Imogene Coco. Those are the big names. I don't know. Yeah, and I it's about not... time. Yeah. Okay. Lots of uh, bit actors from the time doing little roles. Mm-hmm. But uh, Imogene Coco is like the big name on the show. Yeah, okay. it's kind of funny. Yeah, I do not know this show at all. Here's one you probably don't know as well: the many loves of Dobie Gillis. Dobie. Dobie. 
I, okay, I do know this. The only reason that I know of it is because Gilligan. Yeah, the guy who played Gilligan, this was his, was, uh, his series, and he was kind of a proto-beatnik. He's a teenager. Yeah, but there was no drugs back then. There were no drugs, but he had a little chin patch, yeah, a, little chin. a soul patch, and uh, he wore sweatshirts, a gray sweatshirt, and he was he was a beatnik. And, right. and it was his different girlfriends, and his parents were trying to figure him right, out. Right, and, right, and it right, was very right. formulaic, but right. you remember Mikhail's Navy? And at the island of Taratupa in the heart of the South Pacific, the men of BT Boat 73 under Lieutenant Commander Quinton McHale had more than their share of hazardous missions. I do remember McHale's Navy. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. Who admit to being an enthusiastic self-pleasurer on a talk show a few Oh my ago. God! That went off. Oh, we went off on a tangent on that one. He was being. It was. He was on some talk show, and it wasn't Oprah, but it was a. It was a big talk show. And An it was enthusiastic self. Well, they said whatever, and he was like, "Well, I masturbate a lot." And they're like, "What?" And he was, you know, eighty nine at the time, and then everybody who's going to sleep with that? Ernest Borgnine, Ethel Merman. It was pretty Ethel funny. Merman. So uh, yeah, yeah, Ethel he, Merman and Ethel Merman and Ernest Borgnine were married, and she wrote a book, and I and the chapter was about their. And the pages were blank. Oh yeah, because wow. that, I think cold, I Ethel. think they were married for like a month or six months. Or and some it was a joke in her book, that they right? Paid. Because she, I guess, they got married. They were like, "Oh, what the hell what have the we done?" Yeah, 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 exactly. Do you remember Mr. Ed? Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed, yes. Now again. All of these shows, I, of course, am far too young to remember them. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Yes, Mr. Ed, I remember. And, of course, the whole time I'm like, you've got a talking horse that's smart. Why aren't you profiting I, off Would Mr. This? Ed talk around other people? I don't think no. he would. Well, and, no, he kind of would. I he mean, would say stuff, and then the, his owner was like, no, 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 Mr. Ed. He's like, what would you say? And it was well, like, uh, I, I said. Well, they put peanut butter in its mouth, so. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then they dumped right, the words right, over. Right. But whenever Mr. Ed would talk, and somebody would have heard him, he'd turn around, and then the owner, I forget his name, right. would have to be like, oh, I, what I meant was, because right, Mr. Ed right, was kind right, of smart right, ass. Right. Yeah. Very funny. And again, super smart horse. Well, an intelligent horse. Why didn't he profit off that? I don't know. That it would ruin the premise for the... the I like, understand that, but let me tell you what. If the puss starts talking, we're uh -huh. going on the talk show circuit. <laughs> I always wonder about the puss's little brain function, his little language center. A little I'm food, like, why don't ball, you know more food, words? Food, ball, ball, food, sleep. Here's Boop, one. cat, food, ball, ball. <laughs> Here's one I know you're going to have an opinion about. The mothers-in-law... Don't know it. You don't know it? No. Uh, I know Kay Ballard's on it. That's Kay all I Ballard know. Kay Ballard and um, what's her name? The only reason I know it is because I know who Kay Ballard is. I, I do not know the show at all. Okay, so it's B... Kay Ballard and Eve Arden. Kay Ballard and Eve Arden. And I think Scott Bond, your friend, our friend, made his profile pic on okay. Facebook oh, right, a, right, a few right, weeks right, ago right. for like a, a hot really minute. That's funny, yeah. But they're, they're, they're neighbors and the daughter of one couple and Marys the son of the other the, one, yeah, they get yeah. married, so they're the mothers-in-law. And right. they're 20 years apart in age, but they get along. One couple is really kind of straight-laced. The other one's fun-loving and, yeah. you know, 60s hijinks. And that was, a, that was a pretty standard one for us to watch. Again, in syndication. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I don't think I've ever even seen an episode of that. Wow. Uh, my Favorite Martian? I, 
I know Ray. What's his face? Was the Martian dude? Yeah, the the the, the, the Walston, history teacher Wilson, from uh, Walston, Fast Times at Ridgemont like High. Because he's actually quite an accomplished actor, but a uh, 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 character actor. But I don't know if I've ever seen an episode. I can't of it. quite remember the plot. I do know he's from Mars. He can move things with his mind. And his he has, ship crashes or something. And he yeah, has yeah. an antenna that comes out of his head right. at times. And back in the '60s, everybody assumed Martians were going to be evil and come and invade, or right. they'd have magical powers. And and he just he helps out right. and he does shit. But uh, I remember my brother Tim really liked my favorite Martian. Along those lines, Uh-oh. my mother the car. Everybody knows in the second life we all come back sooner or later. As anything from a pussy cat to a man eating alligator. Now I only know the show because of my fascination with automobiles. Don't know who was on it or anything like that. <laughs> guy's mom and dies and she's reincarnated. And you brought this like up a, uh, to me. You brought this because you were because Ed when, or when he said we're going to do a show about that, we're going to do a podcast about this about these TV shows. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And yeah. he started rattling off shows. He goes, "My mother, the car." And I go, "What the hell was that show about?" <laughs> it was the '60s. I anything mean, I, went. I anything know, went. But, you know. But of course, <laughs> me. Mean, so his mother is a car. She was a convertible. Okay. And she would remonstrate him. Right, and I'm thinking to myself, was it, I mean, what if she had an accident or a Yeah, she died in a car wreck or something like that. No, 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 but that, I'm like, you know, like the car, car, like the car, like if they had an accident. It's just so bizarre, and I've never really, I've never watched it. I've heard, you know, the mother's voice, you know, well now, Fred, or whatever, you know, whatever. And I just, and again, I'm like, this was a big show for a while. being a sitcom writer in the 60s? Just throw anything on the wall. Throw shit on the wall and just be like, yeah, let's go with it. Her mother comes back as a car. That was her cocaine was easy to come by. <laughs> That's funny. The Patty Duke show. Um, Back then, it was super cool to use one actress and then do the mirror, cut the scene. Everywhere from Zanzibar to Bar- 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 Square. Not Patty's only seen the sight the girl can see from Brooklyn Heights. What a crazy pair. So, so what yes. they would do was they would just do the split screen thing or when it was supposed, because it's Patty Duke playing herself Pat- and her cousin. It's Patty and... I can't remember. Her cousin is well-to-do from, you know, like... She's English. English. And they live in Brooklyn Heights, and... They would do the split screen thing, or whenever the they had to do them both in the scene, they'd have the actress who's the same size right. as Patty Duke with her back to the camera. Same thing they did in Parent Trap. Kathy. Kathy. And they, you know, just, you're always looking for it. So they would have to periodically. Because Kathy's hair went out and Patty's hair went in. <laughs> in. That's All right. So now, okay, so now I never really watched the show. I never, I know, I don't know the show that well. However, Patty Duke, because of all of her craziness and her mm-hmm. books and all this, I actually know a lot about Patty Duke. And one of the things that I thought, so because she had a book called Call Me Anna, and because her real name's Anna. Oh, and because uh, she and the people I that know she had a very fucked up job, right? And the people who were her, I'm doing air quotes, guardians, parents or yeah. guardians or whatever, they really like you know your your job is to supply us with lots of money. She never, she didn't have friends as a kid, yeah. So she didn't know how to act like a teenager yeah so she was like okay we'll just dance and she's she's like i'm doing these moves i have no idea what i'm doing and people were thinking i was cool when literally i was like i don't 
don't know what I'm improvising hell. being really, a teenager. Exactly. <laughs> and of course she was also, I think that they were I don't necessarily I don't want to say drugging her, but she, you know Amphetamines and all that stuff. Yeah, she had a lot of stuff going on. And I think I want to say I thought she was being sexually abused. She was but, right. She was. So she just didn't have it coming and going, the poor and the thing. Helen Keller's story, she didn't play Helen Keller, she played the teacher, right? Okay. So this is another interesting deal. In the original Miracle Worker, mm-hmm. she played Helen, Helen Ke- Keller as a child. Okay. And then when they made the TV version... She played the teacher. She played the teacher. And Bancroft played the... I think I think the original movie was Patty Duke and Anne Bancroft in black and white. Okay. Helen Keller, Patty Duke, and Bancroft. And then when they remade it for TV or something later... Yeah. Patty Duke played the teacher. The teacher, yes. Yeah, it was a really and of good. Course, I can't believe I can't think of her name. I should know the character's name. Helen yeah. Keller and it's an so. Irish name. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, we got three more horrible people. Okay, please don't eat the daisies. Please, please don't eat the daisies. Don't eat the daisies. <laughs> please, please don't eat the daisies. Don't eat the daisies. Please. Now, I don't know the show. Okay, it was set in... I know the movie. Uh, right, it was based on the movie. The movie, where David Niven and Doris Day, yep. and he is a theater critic, uh-huh. and they move from a, a very squished apartment with, I think they have four... They have four boys. Four boys. And one's a little baby baby, and the other th- and they're just hellions. Uh-huh. And they this is when people still lived in the city, yeah. and they're like, we don't have enough room, and they buy this human humongous Victorian mansion and she remodels it and re- that's that that was a, they, they cast the actress for the TV show to look like those guys right. they have a big sheep dog right right and they've got this big and the house. dog's it's neurotic the, super neurotic yeah, it's yeah. out in the country it's downstate New York it's some outside of New York right. City and it's a big gigantic Victorian right. so and, who was on the TV show I don't remember. It wasn't Doris Day. I thought it was loosely based on she wanted. She was in, in the TV show. She is a reporter. She writes a column for a newspaper, and she doesn't like being. She doesn't want to be like a suburban mom. And yeah, the husband is like a lawyer again. And I thought it was like kind of Irma Bombeck ish ish. Like it was based on Irma Bombeck, but I think I got that wrong. Pat Crawley is the actress who played the mother. Okay. On the TV I don't know show. Her. And, you know, yeah. But I, I know the movie. I do not know the TV show at all. Okay. Uh, we got two more. One Uh-oh. of them is Room 222. I don't know it at all. Okay. This was a very ahead of its time TV series. Uh-oh. It was set at a Walt, the fictional Walt Whitman High School in... Uh, Los Angeles, and it, most of it takes place in a civics history course. Uh, it's taught by um, a young black guy. He's in he's oh, it's two, based on uh, uh, Two Sir with Love. It's a little like a two American Two Sir with Love. I actually, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh yeah, isn't this kind of like Two Sir with Love? Two yeah. And and the 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 student body was a really diverse for 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 this it was like sixty seven sixty eight right they touched on everything they touched on like one student was getting ha- harassed because they thought he was gay and there was another one where they talked about the war there was another one where they talked about women's rights and things like that. I touched on everything and and this guy's wisdom. Help to guide the students through, you know, and, and they they were discussing the issues. Karen Valentine. Karen Valentine. Karen yeah. Valentine. Uh, uh, she's the biggest name I'm seeing so far. There were there was and Mark Hamill was on it at one point, and it was it was I remember watching it and as a 11 or 12 year old. At Begley Junior. At Begley Junior. And but thinking, I think they had a lot of teenage uh, actors at the time. Lloyd Haynes was the 
the original dude, oh, okay. the original doc, the teacher. It was a good, and yeah. again, it was just way ahead of its time. I don't, I if I've seen it, I don't. It's yeah. not. But that sounds like a drama. It I was. It never, was a drama. You I wouldn't have liked never, it. You yeah, would have liked yeah. it. There wasn't enough riddling yeah. in the world to get you to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> and the final one, and I only know this because my brother years ago got an album and it had all of the theme songs from these 60s TV shows and one of them was called Surfside 6 Surfside 6 Surfside 6 Surfside 6 Where is it? In Miami Beach Surfside 6 Starring Troy Donahue Surfside 6 Van Williams Surfside 6 Lee Patterson Co-starring Diane McBain and Margarita Sierra. It had to have been a detective show. It was. They were. They had a detection. They had a detection. They had a detective agency on a houseboat moored right near the Fontainebleau in Miami. Oh. So Joe and I loved the theme song so then we had to learn about what it was it was only on for two years and it had troy donahue was the the main guy and this van williams and they they just solved crimes around miami there was a bunch of other Troy donahue was sandy warfield the second okay and like hawaiian eye was another detective show going on at the same time there were like three or four virtually identical shows 77 sunset yes that's another one so when you said that that's what i thought of all the shows could be interchanged it was the actors looks like kim novak but that's not kim Novak. yeah so that was so the surfside six we're going to close it out with surfside six because it's just such a great song it's i think it's better than secret agent man but that might be blasphemy oh that's hilarious (laughs) so um well now you're now see because now i'm like well what about this show what about this show what about this show when was the monsters out when was that but i was trying to talk of slightly off-brand ones i we we can do the big heavy hitters another time but we're going to close it out with surfside we're going to close strong so i'm glad you're having a better day yay um, here's to without meds and you had baskin robbins brought to you by doordash i knew you were having a bad week when i saw that shut up (laughs) but thanks for listening everybody what uh, is it you could eat what is it doordash eats or (laughs) eat uber eats you can eat it eats the eats it yeah (laughs) you sure guess what baskin robbins would you like to know how much that cost i don't want to even know it was a ridiculous i mean i don't a ridiculous amount of money so i'm not going to tell you because this is i deserve the ridicule so a quart of ice cream from baskin robbins and their fancy schmancy brands is i think nine bucks or Uh ten bucks or something like that yeah uh to have it delivered you pay a higher price and you pay a delivery fee plus i tipped so for two quarts of ice cream i want to say it was 43 or 44 dollars okay that's a crime <laughs> and uh well i wasn't leaving the house all right so, well, I, you know you yeah. enjoyed it but anyway thanks for walking down memory lane Woo-hoo! we'll see you again next time thank you more more days. Days. see the love with me can't help it no can't help it